0: James chapter 5 verses 7 through 8 Be patient therefore, brothers, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, being patient about it until it receives the early and the late rains. You also be patient. Establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord is at hand. With these words in verses 7 through 8, James begins to close out his epistle. He switches from addressing the wealthy to speaking directly to the poor. He changes from correcting to challenging. He inserts an illustration that would be familiar to the minds of his listeners, and that is that of farming. David Nystrom notes, In the eastern Mediterranean, two seasons of rain are normal and necessary for a successful crop. The striking part of this imagery is the helplessness of the farmer without rain. He prepares the grounds plants the seed and waits with anticipation all with the expectation that rain will indeed come rain has come before and rain will come again to someone who had never seen rain before this would seem absurd to place your livelihood and the well-being of your family in the hope that water would pour down from the sky is incredible almost foolish but to the farmer and the person who has observed the seasons, they know this hope is not foolish at all. It's the same with a person who has placed their hope in God. This hope is not anchored in a blind faith, but in the reality of God's faithfulness in their own life. His words in scripture have rung true. His promises have transformed their homes, their marriage, their careers. This morning, Perhaps you can think back to those seasons of rain in your own life, times when God's blessings have showered down on your soul, filling you with confidence in God's character and his plans for your future. Praise him for those times. Worship him right now in this moment. It's also possible this morning that you are in a season of waiting for rain. You feel anxious because God has not been showing his face as you would like. It's frustrating. You might even be feeling thoughts of anger towards God, wondering why he does not act. You sit in church services, but feel nothing. You spend time with God in prayer, but again, nothing seems to change. You ask God to give you peace as you lay down to sleep at night, but find yourself fighting off feelings of anxiety. So what do you do? Satan's goal for every believer is to convince them of this lie, that rain will never come. God's promises are for others, but not for you. He loves you, but he does not like you. He hopes you will make good choices, but will never show up to help direct your decisions. You're washed up, you're finished. Rain will never come. But if you are feeling this way this morning, take heart. Think of your greatest fears right now and take a few moments to release your anxieties to God. Speak truth to your fears. Tell them that you know by God's grace, rain will come. three times in these two verses James calls his readers to be patient just as the farmer is patient for rain so we are to be patient for God our foundation for patience comes from God's patience towards us second peter 3:9 says the lord is not slow to fulfill his promise as some count slowness but is patient toward you not wishing that any should perish but that all should reach repentance god is patient to bring judgment to this earth because he longs to see his children repent and turn to him he showed patience with adam and eve by allowing them to live to noah and his family to the children of israel patience with his church if you are struggling with patience this morning call on god and ask him for his strength Ask him to give you the same patience he is currently extending to you in your own life. In verse 8, James says to establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord is at hand. He is saying to strengthen and make firm our resolve in God. How do we do this? There are several ways. First, we receive strength out of our direct connection and intimacy with God. Personally, even as I reflect on these words that James writes, my faith in God is made stronger. But this strength is reinforced in connection with others. It is established by being doers of the word and actively living out the teachings of Jesus to those around us. It is sharing your struggles with a close Christian friend. It's sharing your faith with those who know very little of God. And as we do this, our faith in God is better established. In another chief way our faith is strengthened is by implementing daily disciplines into our lives that replace destructive habits. It's cutting down TV time to read a good book. It's eliminating social media sites from your phone so you can be more attentive to those around you. It's finding good audio material to listen to on your commute to work rather than wasting that time with talk radio or mindless worry. It's getting on a good exercise program so your mind can be alert. It's replacing junk food with food that will help you grow stronger and make you think more clearly. It's finding those little trade-offs in our lives and replacing those things that cause us anxiety and stress and replacing them with things that give us strength. If you are in a season of waiting on God's reign in your life today, How are you strengthening your heart? What are you doing to ensure your heart will not give in to the lies of Satan? Take a few moments to evaluate your life and resolve to do whatever it takes to strengthen your faith in God this morning. Father, you see how everything in this world seems to be so instantaneous. But you call on me to have patience. You ask me to be strong and wait on your timing when I feel weak. I rest in you today. I lean into your grace this morning because I am in desperate need of your help. Strengthen my heart. Keep me from giving into the lies of Satan today. And help me to trust that you will, in your perfect timing, send rain. Amen.